You're listening to the Incubator podcast, episode number 12. About self-development, fulfillment, and career growth so you can reach your true potential. Now your host, Pauline Francois. Hello, everyone. I hope this finds you well in this ever-challenging context. Last week, I was fortunate to get to have lunch with a colleague of mine. I say fortunate because nowadays, <laughs> having the possibility to just get together with someone has been a complicated and rare thing uh, when you aim to respect the current sanitary rules in place, which I do, so I don't see people often in real life. Most of the interactions I have on a daily basis are virtual, through video conferencing, over the phone, emails, text, and social media. So I appreciate it even more when I get to see somebody. So <laughs> anyhow, during this lunch, we spoke about a conference my colleague was going to be a speaker at. And obviously, I was so thrilled for her and so enthusiastic. And <laughs> my first reflex was to cheer her on and As I was doing just that, she expressed that she didn't feel legitimate doing it. She was doubting her performance and that she hadn't even shared the information about the event online because she feared people's reaction and she didn't want to attract attention. She wanted to remain modest and also she just really didn't feel legitimate about it. I completely understand and relate to where she was coming from because it has happened to me in the past and there are still to this day moments when I don't feel permitted to do certain things or I think about it twice and I push back. That's my first reaction. Because it was her, it struck me that she felt that way. It didn't make sense to me, but I knew if I had been in her shoe, I would have probably reacted in the same way. She was legitimate to be a speaker sharing her path as a woman in tech. She was legitimate because of all that she has accomplished in the past. My point is, there's a lot of tangibles that she has gathered over the years which make it obvious from an outside perspective that she is deserving of the opportunity and 1,000% capable of succeeding at delivering this keynote. But because of our place in society as working women, when it comes to being impartial about ourselves, we often battle with doubt and imposter syndrome. The crazy thing is that I know for sure that if the situation had been reversed, she wouldn't have thought twice that it would have been a suitable opportunity and she wouldn't have questioned participating in the event nor promoting it. So why is it that women are amazing supporters for one another, but we still struggle to overcome our own doubts and legitimacy issues even when we have so much to show for? Today I'm going to talk about some ways you can work around imposter syndrome and fight the doubts and shyness that comes along with it. And these are things that have helped me progress from imposter syndrome and I'm not pretending it never happens to me again. Still, sometimes when I do something new or when I take on a new opportunity, my first reflex is going to be self-doubt. So these are things that have helped me move on from that and 
see it for what it is, but not listen to that doubt, not let that doubt linger and be a pushback for me. The first thing I recommend is find a way to identify when you are actually experiencing imposter syndrome. Typically, when you push back on doing something, ask yourself why. If you are offered or presented with an opportunity that you're actually wanting to take on, why are you pushing back? There's a reason why and chances are these reasons are not valid. The second thing is, remember, you're not the only one feeling this way. Even Sheryl Sandberg confided experiencing self-doubt as she navigated her career. Even the most accomplished women and some men as well actually experience imposter syndrome. So you're not alone. It's a normal feeling. (laughs) The way I think about it is, if you're not full of yourself you're probably going to have self-doubt at one point or another. So, you know, just feel normal about it and accept it for what it is, self-doubt. It doesn't mean you're not capable. It doesn't mean you can't do it. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Third tip, shift your perspective. How would you realistically see yourself if you weren't you? That's one of the things I have talked about in a previous episode is see yourself as if you were addressing your best friend. Would you ever tell your best friend trying something new is not a good idea? Unless you knew for sure he or she was putting themselves in danger. But the only danger is just not trying. So for me, it makes it very easy to counter out self-doubt or imposter syndrome when I try to not look at me, (laughs) but when I envision someone else. And that gives me a more accurate and more realistic view of myself. Remember that if you fail, the worst thing that can happen is you having thoughts about it. And no matter what, trying something new, even if you don't succeed at the level you had hoped, will teach you tons. So it's a bonus no matter what. If you look ridiculous, guess what? (laughs) You could look ridiculous even if you succeed because it's just thoughts people are having about you. And the best case scenario, you could be amazing at it. You never know until you try, right? So you might as well go ahead and get started. And finally, with whatever you are facing that triggers an imposter syndrome reaction from you, analyze it. Ask their opinion to your inner circle so you'll know you can trust them to be objective and honest in their feedback. And finally, practice. Practicing just will give you the insurance you might be missing to go ahead and move forward with the opportunity you've created or you've been given. What really helps me when taking on something new is building a framework around it so I have milestones, I have a timeline, I know where I'm headed. So whether it's new responsibilities, a new job, a new project, something you've never done before, build that framework and be clear on how you can address this new challenge. Because most of us don't naturally have that confidence. The more you prepare, the more you will be able to shake off the doubt and fear that come along with it. And that fear is normal. It's just your brain freaking out because you're trying something new and it might not be safe. Truth is, would you rather fail at not doing it or would you rather fail at trying? 
I would rather fail at trying, but you know. (laughs) So whether you are a woman or a man, what do you do when you face doubt in your career or in projects you want to pursue and are important to you? Do you tend to decline opportunities or even avoid starting something new? Think about it and think about how much it costs you. Do you ask yourself those questions? Because this hiding mechanism could be the very thing holding you back from being in the next step you are aspiring to be. Share your thoughts in the show notes in the comment section. I encourage you to work on these elements and share with me what you comment with. With that said, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Comment on this episode on theincubator.net. For more tips and content, visit the paulinefrancois.net site. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. I appreciate your support so much, and I'll talk to you soon.